Assalamu alaikum everyone. Can you all hear me? Let me know if y'all can hear me. All right, we're going to get started in just a second. Let me make sure that we are live and in the midst. Yep. Cool. Are we gonna start off with opening prayer? <clears throat> In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, surely I'm being turned unto thee, striving to be upright to him who originated the heavens and the earth, and I'm not among the polytheists. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, and my death are all for Allah, the Lord of the worlds. No associate has seed this I'm commanded, and I'm of those who submit. O oh Allah, thou art the king, there is no God but thee, thou art my Lord, and I am thy servant. I've been unjust to myself, and I confess my faults, so please grant me protection against all my faults, for none grants protection against faults but thee. And guide me into the best of morals, for none guides into the best of morals but thee. And turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals, for none can turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals but thee. And O oh Allah, bless Muhammad, and bless the true followers of Muhammad, as thou didst bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham. For surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. And O Allah, make Muhammad successful and make the true followers of Muhammad successful. As thou didst make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful. For surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. Amen. All right, family. Assalamu alaikum. Today, this morning, we will be delving into the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan Lecture on the making of God. Yesterday, we, we, we touched on uh, a chapter from Message to the Black Man on the coming of God. Is he a man or spirit? So now I want to balance that and come right back to, we're going to come right back to a lecture on the making of God, because I really I don't want us to rush through the book. I want us to read a chapter, then we go into the teachings, let the minister explain and give his lecture. We give feedback on that, and then we move on uh, to the next chapter here, because this is an important piece, I believe, about the reality of God. Because if we don't know who we are, man, we never gonna gonna act out our full potential. If we don't get down deep into our head that we are gods, then we are going to be okay with mediocrity or mediocrity, which I know is one of them two. Uh, we're going to be okay with being average. Um, if we still see ourselves as niggas, we can come on here and say, oh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said the black man is good. But if we don't believe it about me, though, oh, man, my condition not going to change because my standards are not going to be raised. So I want us to really get deep into our heads about who we are. Minister said, man, if I came and, and took a picture of this whole room, who's the first person we're going to look for? Well, the first person that we're going to look for is ourselves. He said, well, we need to be able to see ourselves in the picture of life. He said, that's why our children are interested in the education. They don't see themselves in the picture. 
in our history. We don't see ourselves in the picture. In the Bible, we don't see ourselves in the picture. Well, I just want to get us to see ourselves in the picture first before we can talk about finances, before we can talk about unity, before we can talk about this and that. You got to fall in love in, with, with ourselves. And the way that we fall in love with ourselves is by receiving the knowledge of ourselves. So we're going to get right into it uh, today. We ain't going to waste no time. So let me get on over there. And here we go. What can the teacher make you? Teacher. Make you a teacher. If brother is a journalist and I want to learn journalism and I don't have the money to go to college, if I study under brother, submit to his instructions, at a certain point in time, I can become a journalist by obeying a journalist. I can become a doctor by obeying a doctor. I can become a nurse by obeying a nurse. The problem with the American educational system, I'm going to touch this very briefly, is that they try to make it appear that the acquisition of knowledge is a very hard thing. While in truth, we are born into this world with a head that is able to perceive all kinds of knowledge. And we are born with an innate ability to master any discipline that we choose. You are not born to be mediocre. You are actually born to be a master. In this society, they make it some sort of uh, elitist kind of thing that you must be tested. Then if you fail the test, you can't go on to become a doctor or a lawyer. Any of you that has a will to be a doctor can become a doctor. Any of you that has the will to become a lawyer, a teacher, a chemist, a physicist, a botanist, a mathematician, you can become whatever you will. That is the nature in which God created every last one of us. Now, the reason you don't become what you will is because of a set of impediments that are placed in the pathway of your progress. Now, I say that to say this. If you study under a devil, you become a devil. Because a devil is not going to make you a god of righteousness. He's going to make you a master of evil. If you study under the god of righteousness, you become godly, godlike. Is that clear? Yes, so now, if I asked you, who would you like to be under? Would you like to be in the classroom of Satan or in the classroom of the creator? You would all say, I would like to be in the classroom of the creator then how are we so evil? If we are evil, then it means we may like to be in the classroom of the Creator, but we are right now in the classroom of Satan, and we have studied well. For we have become little devils. <laughs> oh, now, 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 don't get excited. This is not what you were made for. But this is what you are being made into because you got the wrong teacher. And you are listening to the wrong influences. And the wrong influences are shaping us 
in sin and after iniquity. We cannot deny that America, as the Bible teaches, has become a habitation of devils. Now, Allah says that the jinn were made before in the Quran. The jinn were made before. The jinn is a name for fiery spirit. Fiery spirit. I want you to listen to me very carefully. So many of us think that the jinn is an entity that is made before the man and that is true. But the jinn stage is a stage on the way to the evolutionary development of a real man. But if at any time you stop in the process of your development, you could stop at the stage where you are considered jinn. Now listen to what I'm saying. Jinn represents fiery temperament, fiery nature, where you give rise to emotion, emotionalism, you're controlled and governed by your emotions rather than by a developed intelligence. Do you understand? When you look at a newborn baby, have you checked this out? When you don't give the baby what the baby wants, when the baby wants it, the baby cries. And if you listen to the baby, sometimes you can hear that that cry will evolve into a fierce anger. Where the baby is crying and you can feel that that baby is actually angry. And it gets so angry till sometimes it cries until it turns different colors and even can become blue and knock itself out by its own anger. But well, why did it get angry like that? Why, why did it show this fire? Because fire is a part of the human nature. Listen, there is fire in everything that is in creation. There's fire in you, there's fire in me, there's fire in grass, there's fire in everything because all life is touched and energized by the fire of the sun. So the fire of the sun is in all things. This is how and why we can get angry and show fire. Literally when you get angry, you can get so angry till it looks as though fire is coming right from your eyes. Your whole countenance will change under the thought and the spirit of anger. Fiery jinn. Fire. The jinn was made before. Before what? Before you get to the stage of completed man, you get to the stage of jinn. And whenever you have a person that is considered jinn, this means that they have knowledge, they may have wisdom, they may have some understanding, but they are not yet developed enough to control the fire of their own nature and temperament. Do you follow what I am saying? All praise is due to Allah. Now, if you cannot control the fire of your temperament, you are an underdeveloped 
human being. Underdeveloped. And under that fiery temperament, you can wreak havoc on the earth, in your home, wherever you are, because you're not guided by reason, you're guided by passion. Are you listening? All right. You may not like this statement that I'm about to make, but I make it fully knowing what emotionally you may say. When the Honorable Elijah Muhammad refers to Caucasian people as devils, and he's speaking generally now, he is saying something about the fiery nature and temperament of an underdeveloped species of the human family that has rejected the teachings of the prophets. And by rejecting the teachings of the prophets and the law of God, they have rejected the very thing that would control that fiery temperament and allow them to grow into a spiritual being which would make them more harmonious with God, with the nature of creation, and with the natural men and women of creation. But if you notice the Caucasian, he's very hasty and fiery. Can't, uh, you can't upset him too long before he reacts violently. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us on the nature of alcohol and the nature of water and how the boiling point of alcohol, I believe, is 160 degrees Fahrenheit or 180 degrees Fahrenheit. But the boiling point of water is 212 degrees. Now, when you partake of the spirits, alcohol, you watch that people who drink alcohol People who use drugs, they have a tendency to be very impatient and they anger quickly. But those who are balanced, whose systems are balanced, they take a longer time to get angry. Anger is something that must be controlled. If anger is not controlled, it destroys the person who is angry. You've heard the saying, he whom God will destroy, they first make angry. All right. Now, here we have a volcano that erupted down in Central, uh, South America, Colombia. That volcano was dead for 400 years. Out of the center of the earth what came up fire showing you that even though the earth is cool on the surface there is fire beneath the surface if you bring it out are you listening follow what I'm saying now molten lava was at the core of the earth under that volcano. As the volcano became alive and the fire came from beneath, came up, now think about that, coming up a mountain. 
and then spewed out of the mountain. The natural snow caps that hold water at cold temperatures where the peaks of mountains are snow capped. But when the gentle summer comes, it causes the water to melt and the water runs down from the mountains forming what is called rivers. And the rivers, of course, give fertilization to the valleys, etc., from the snow that is built up on the mountains. This is a very natural process. But when nature is disturbed and a volcano erupts, spewing out molten lava over the top, and that lava hits the peaks, the waters melt in an unnaturally quick fashion, causing flooding and mudslides. What about the fire in the nature of human beings? Are you listening? Every one of us is calm, apparently, I hope, right now. But there is no human being who cannot be made angry to the point where you violate all that you think you know. The knowledge in your head is like the water that is frozen at the peak of the mountain. You hold your knowledge here in your head and you use it as it becomes necessary. Right? But when anger comes up, you act as though you knew nothing. You become violent. You become berserk. You become a maniac. Sometimes you can't see anything. You act as though you're a person that uh, had no knowledge at all for you do things and when you do it after it's done you say, oh my God, did I do that? How many black young men and women are in prisons or white young men and women or older men and women are in prison today because of anger that got them so totally out of control. Passion that was so great that they couldn't control it that it defied all of their knowledge and they killed their loved ones, killed their children, killed their mates. You understand? Most of the people that are in prison today are not in prison because they are cold, premeditated murderers, but their crimes are crimes of passion because we live in a society that does not teach men and women sufficiently that we may gain control of the fire of our own being. So when you see a bunch of angry people that you will see just for parking, for instance, you're going for a parking lot, you and the other person see the parking lot about the same time. They're backing up, you trying to get in. So an argument ensues. A man reaches in, picks up his gun, shoots you over a parking space. What happened to that man? What made him lose his ability to think? Is it worth it over a parking space? Sometimes you're all messed up, you go to the pool room for evening of relaxation. You, you're playing pool and somebody said, well, hey, let's put a, a dollar on the nine ball or whatever you want to gamble for. And then the person beats you and then said, oh man, I knew you was a chump. I knew you didn't know what you were doing. Just laughing at you, mocking you, but in your nature, you can't stand to lose. 
you, you want to be a winner and you've been a loser all your life. Here's one more little loss and it's over one dollar. So anger comes up in you. And all of a sudden you lose your mind. And you kill the man with the pool stick. And you're doing time now for a passionate murder. But you are not a murderer. Every human being has the potential for murder. And you see it in the baby who exhibits this kind of anger that will almost stifle oxygen from coming to the baby. Well, so it is. When we get angry to the point where it blinds us, we are stifling and choking off inspiration and wisdom from giving us balance with our anger. This shows a mentality in the society that is a gin mentality. People are hasty, people are of fiery temperament, people are quick to do harm to each other. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, if we're going to make a devil, when you add to a fiery potential, false pride, when you add to that a lack of submission to the will of God, then you've got all the ingredients to make a real enemy for self and others. Now, in our lessons from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he raises the question that has been so misunderstood, why does Muhammad and any Muslim murder the devil? Murder is a premeditated thing. It is planned and carried out according to a plan. Why does Muhammad and any Muslim murder the devil? And what will be your regards, your, your reward rather, in regards to taking four devil's heads? So many of us in the days of our ignorance and many white people who got those lessons and the FBI certainly has them, they're looking and say, oh my God, these Muslims are being trained to be murderers of the devil. We really are. We really are. But not in the way you think, wicked one. We are not out here planning to murder human beings taking their physical life. That's not what it's about. Four heads. Does that mean that every Muslim must go out and take actually take the head off of four devils? No. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad didn't want these lessons in the prisons. <laughs> because in the prison a man don't have anything to do <laughs> but look at things like this and think of his condition and who put him in such condition. He might get angry and start getting a few heads in the jail and this is not proper. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad did not want such lessons in the prison. But as we mature in the teaching, we began to understand that you've got four beasts that the Bible talks about. Four great beasts, and it's not talking about physical animals, but it's talking about human beings who have not matured spiritually, who are of that beast-like temperament and nature. They are underdeveloped 
human beings so they're on the level of the lower forms of life. America is like that. She's one of the great beasts that the Bible talks about. Sorry about that, brothers and sisters, but that's the truth. England is like that. She's one of the great beasts that the Bible is talking about. Germany is like that. Italy was like that. Russia is like that. These are beasts. When you have a beast, the beast doesn't think about what's right or wrong. The beast says, I'm hungry. Here's a little lamb, I'll pounce on it. America doesn't think of right and wrong when she thinks about the raw materials that are in some Latin American country, some Central American country, some Asian country, some African country. If it's, if it's there and we need it and there's an opportunity, we take it. That's the nature of a beast. That's the nature of the foreign policy of the government of the United States. It is the foreign policy of a beast. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, are you anti-American, Farrakhan? Not at all. I'm anti-a-beast being in governance over human beings. Because if a beast governs human beings, and that same beast manipulates and formulates that institutional life, then what can you come out of these institutions being? These institutions don't make you human. These institutions absolutely foster in you the, the elitist mentality that makes you think you're better than your brother and sister if you happen to have a degree and then you try to use your less fortunate brother and sister, manipulate them with the same mentality of the beast who governs you. It is a beast that governs not only the political uh, arena, but the religious arena is also governed by human beings who are underdeveloped, fiery temperament. They give the appearance of holiness, but they are absolutely beasts in human form. And what I'm suggesting is that the hierarchy of the Catholic Church the hierarchy of the Christian church, the hierarchy of the Jewish synagogues, the hierarchy of the government of America have no right reason to govern the people. What are you making of the people? Look at the people who are coming out of these institutions and tell me if the tree is, if the fruit bears witness to the nature of the tree. Huh? then the people of America bear witness that the institutions of America are unfit to have our babies in their hands, black or white. Okay, now this is simple truth. You and I, have been made other than what God intends for us and we lack control of the fire of our own being. What is it in a human being that will cause a human being to lynch another one? Lynch him because he didn't do anything wrong, I just hate this black person. Well, if your color means so much to you that you hate something that is other than your color, then how do you think about the God who is the creator of color? Oh. 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 
God is the author of color and gave us our color that you hate then you want to kill us because God made us black then what does that tell you of your thinking toward God see you are a beast in your mentality and when you are knowledgeable and not yet human then you absolutely use deceit and trickery to deceive the people and carry them into a veritable hell and this is why Elijah Muhammad referred to this as a devil society and we cannot deny that well the broadcast is just about over but those of you who would like to get the tape you may call 994-5775. I'm sorry, Louis Farrakhan is just getting started on this subject. I, 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 I will not be very long, but I will be at least 45 minutes more. So you have time. If you'd like to, come on out now. It's raining. Spend your afternoon with me. The Bears play tomorrow night. <laughs> Hope to see you soon. May Allah bless you. That number again is 994 Five seven seven five. What's that number? Nine nine four five seven seven five. And now we go on with the truth. Now, beloved brothers and sisters, listen. If the devil has four heads, what is the head that produces fornication, adultery? incest, sodomy, homosexuality, perversion, and acts of freakishness. It is a, an appetite that God gives to each of us, which is the appetite of sex, which is a fire. And when somebody wants to get you stirred up in that direction, they attempt to make you what? Hot. Excuse me. Pardon me, but uh, that's the language. In the heat of the night. The dog is in heat. I need to go get a cold shower to do what? Cool down this heat. Where'd the fire come from? Fire came from within. Who stoked the fire? Who stimulated the fire? Who put fuel on the fire? Somebody who knew how to touch the right button where you were concerned at the right time could Come on, baby, light my fire. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I just, I just get carried away sometimes. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Now, when you're singing a song, come on, baby, light my fire, what are you saying? You got the match, I sure got the fire. Now, if there's a fire burning in each of us, then anybody that got the match that strikes it at the right time under the right circumstances, you start 
firing up. Well, okay, then sex, the appetite of sex is a fire. Right? Yes, sir. Is it right? Yes, sir. Does it need to be controlled? Yes, sir. Agreed? Yes, sir. We all right. Is anger a fire? Yes, sir. It's a fire. It's a passion, isn't it? Yes, sir. Does it need to be controlled? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. These are lusts. Is the desire for material things, the acquisition of things, is it also a fire? Yes, sir. See, I'm on fire. I got to have that car, I like that car, I want that car. <laughs> you see the person get lit. The eyes begin to sparkle because a fire is raging in them. See, but having a desire for a thing is not wrong, but having control of the desire is proper. Otherwise, people can take advantage of you by starting a fire and then manipulating you by the fire. Okay, so we've got a lust, for sex, appetite for sex, an appetite for um, anger, an appetite for material things. Then we have another terrible fire that burns and sometimes it can go unnoticed. It's the fire of envy. When you think someone has something that you yourself want, you think it belongs to you. So you sit there and hate the person that has it, and this fire is raging in the furnace. All right, family. That is the first part. That we're going to listen to. We're going to listen to the first part tomorrow. Now, I know y'all got plenty that you can comment on from this lecture. So, if you are on the Zoom and you got something that stood out for you that you would like to share, go ahead and press the number one at this time. Go ahead and press the number one at this time if you would like to share something that stood out for you. I got a few few notes that I have that I would like to share. So we're gonna start off. We're gonna start off with uh brother Trent. Brother Trent X. Go ahead, brother. Let me make it to where you can unmute yourself. Hold on one second. Go ahead. You should be able to now. Asalaamu alaikum. Um I would say what uh stood out to me was the when he was talking about the alcohol and how uh, when like the boiling point of alcohol and water is different. Um, and I want to bear witness because when I, I used to be a heavy drinker before I uh, joined the nation um, and I would get angry, like instant, like it was like, it wouldn't take a lot. Like somebody could look at me wrong or just, I just sent something and I just get angry like immediately. So like the boiling point, like I never knew like the boiling point was less than water, but I knew like when I was on the alcohol, like anything can happen. The boiling point was less uh, than so water. That, say that again. You said the boiling point was less. Yeah, he said the boiling point of alcohol was like 180 or something and water was like two something. Mm. 
So like that being like when you get angry, like he was making a reference to the volcano. So when it get um when that boiling point hit, it's obviously you gonna the alcohol in your system, so you're gonna get angry faster than if you didn't have it in your system. So that's what stood out to me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, one of the first things that stood out for me was in the beginning when the minister said you become um what you submit to. And when I think about that, um, and one of our study guides as FOI, it talks about that same lesson. Why does Muhammad or any Muslim murder the devil? And that is not necessarily talking about killing the devil as in, you know, surface level, we may say, well, the, the, the unblocked Muhammad said the white man is the devil. So the, yeah, I'm putting this lesson with that. So this must be talking about, now nah, as you heard the minister say, it's not talking about that. He says in our book, whenever you, he said, you know that there is power in the word because it was the word that got you to change. That's one. Then he goes over and says, whenever you save a black man and one of, and woman, of course, in that same act, you have murdered the devil. So this is not necessarily a, a skin color that needs to be destroyed. It is a mindset that needs to be destroyed. So with that, that, that knowledge, then I, then I see you become what you submit to God or devil, as you heard him explain. It makes me also think about beyond that in our lives, what we're dealing with. Uh, we become what we submit to. The the type of lifestyle lifestyle that we have is is a direct reflection of what we've been submitting to. Our financial condition is a direct reflection of what we've been committing uh, submitting to. Our relationship, our anger, our emotion is is based on what we are submitting to. So in order to fix our life, is is not is not magic. It's not a spooky either. It's not abracadabra. It's hey, what ha what mindset, what thought process, which leads to my actions, have I been submitting to? And if I want something different, I just have to submit to something different. So if we look at our lives, man, I think Brother Nur even said our life is a sum total of our actions. It's a sum total of our thoughts. So if we want to really change our life like we think, let's analyze ourselves. And really look at what have I really been submitting to. All right. Next, we got uh, Brother King Cam. Go ahead. Assalamu alaikum. <coughs> Excuse me. Wa alaikum salam. So, one of the things that stood out to me was what uh, Brother Trent mentioned was about the boiling point of the alcohol and the boiling point of water. And it made me think about, as the minister started to elaborate on the Caucasian, and one of the stories that are that is uh, in the news today about the um, the man that was killed on the NYC subway um, after the uh, after the white man had put him in a chokehold. After he had simply he had simply asked for you know, some money because he was hungry. So the minister went into how the Caucasian is quick to anger. And we can run down the role of the many cases in which there was interaction between a black person 
and the police and it escalated quickly and it goes right into the nature of the Caucasian. So that's one way to be able to look at it. And this is why it's so important that we are trained in the knowledge of self and the knowledge of the enemy, because when we come into contact with them, we have to know how to handle them. I remember the minister talked about how he was pulled over by the police one time. And when he was pulled over by the police one time, he was very, very compliant and very, very uh, cautious in the wisdom that he used with the Caucasian police officer to make sure that he was able to make it home that night. Understanding how quick the anger the Caucasian is. So that's one aspect of it. We have to be trained in the knowledge of self and the knowledge of the enemy, because oftentimes you see our people, you know, we get a little bit of wisdom on the law. We get a little bit of understanding of what our rights are. We get a little bit of knowledge of self, but because it's not structured and because it's not controlled, we may be coming to a situation where we interact with the police or interact with uh, a white person at the store at a light. And because you are not controlled and they are not controlled and you know they anger easily, then things escalate quickly. Laquan McDonald was killed because his music was too loud. See? So we understand that it can escalate quickly if we are not wise in how we deal with them. Every, every time that we come in contact with them, there's a place and a time for everything. And every situation is not the time to voice your opinion, to voice your rights, or to talk about all that you know. The goal is to get home safe. So that's number one, understanding their nature. But then the minister said that it's also within us. The gin is within us. And how many of us, I'm talking about you, me, us, we have been in situations, as Brother Trent mentioned, where we were under the influence and we understood that we would be angered easily because we was on the, we was on the hymn rock. We was on the Duce. We was clubbing. You, you understand what I'm saying? We was, we was hanging out. We was under the influence. Somebody knocked our drink out of hand. Oh man, that happened so many times. I know some of y'all are like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Somebody knocked the drink out of our hand. Somebody stepped on our shoes and something that small, created a whole situation where we even started fighting in the club. We got into an altercation with the security in the club, got put out, right? Because we have no control over ourselves. Well, look at the domestic situation in the black community. Most of the homicides that take place in the black community are domestic. I was on calls with my local sheriff's department and police department in the Police captain said that majority of the uh, homicides are domestic related. Man and a woman, woman and a man, two men, two women shooting and killing one another over an argument or over a situation that ensued because nobody had control. We allowed our emotions to get the best of us and we made decisions like the minister said that we regret later on. So you get so riled up, you get so enraged that you can't see straight. You get so riled up, you get so enraged that you can't think straight. And that all the reason, all the logic, all the things that you know now are non-existent and all you see is red or 
what they say you black out and you beat somebody up, you shoot somebody, you stab somebody. We've even had instances of this happening with children do this to their own parents because that gen is not controlled. So this was a lesson to look at how are we controlling our emotions? We see it on Facebook. We so quick to judge somebody. We see a hot headline. Oh, yeah, I knew that nigga won't nothing. Oh, you have a situation at your job. You have a situation in your household where the emotions uh, cloud the judgment. So it's important that we work on that when you talk about self-improvement as the basis for community development. Working on self is being able to keep our emotions in check. You can literally see it when you're having a conversation with a person, especially an uncomfortable conversation or y'all are on two different sides of the point and you say stuff, you can start to see their body language change because they starting to get upset. They don't like what you're saying. Y'all know what I'm talking about, sisters. Y'all know y'all face start curling up when you're having a conversation uh, with your significant other and you don't like what he's saying. He laying that accountability on your doorstep. You don't like that. Brothers, when the sisters... Is landing on you and you know you did wrong. You start bawling your face up and you don't want to be accountable for that situation. You, your face start to change. Your countenance drops. It falls. You become upset. And then you cut the sister off. You cut the brother off. And then before you know it, it went from conversation to argument. And then argument escalates to altercation. And either somebody leaves, storms out, walk out the house, break the door down. Or sometimes it's even worse. Somebody go and grab a weapon. And this is why the most honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us to not carry no weapons, not even as small as a pen knife because of this teaching right here that the minister was giving us on the gym. Yes, we don't have control over our emotions. And the first thing that we do to correct our problems is to reach for the weapon. So we should study, study guy 18, that the minister has given us in the study, guys, rise above emotion into the thinking of God, and you'll be able to handle situations a lot more efficiently, effectively, and we'll all have a better outcome. So that's what I found uh, important. So thank you, Brother Ben, for allowing me to share. Praise be to Allah. Yes, sir. Thank you for sharing. All right, family. Uh, another one of mine was that he said the four great beasts were human beings that have no uh that have not matured spiritually underdeveloped human beings so these are the four impediments as it is also stated elsewhere uh that we have to deal with so as much as we want to deal with the white man Let's also deal with the white man or grafted thought within yourself as well. Just, just as much. Why? Because we're taught that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad would have us so smart that, uh, that he would be wrapped around our finger, our pinky finger, and we wouldn't even know he was there. So he simply ignores the devil. The minister said, I believe in one of the lectures, that uh, black excellence overcomes white supremacy. So once we conquer ourselves and now the inside of us is clean and we got a lot of cleaning to do now, like brother Cam said, boy, you, 
You you put one word down, one argument down, and man, we blow up. Oh man, ain't no way you just said this to me. Oh, it's gonna turn into a whole. So once we get in control of that, our emotions, the minister said that the the, the devil will try to provoke us. And so if we're not in control, we're gonna find ourselves in 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 some in some uh interesting situations in the near future because he said that there the, a time is going to come where they're going to provoke you and to justify what they really want to do to you and if we're not striving to get in get in control of our emotions now like brother cam said you're doing this with the one that you love your own husband your own wife your own children imagine when someone who you already seeing as an enemy provoke you now Imagine when one who you don't love is, is, is wickedly wise and they know how to touch one of your buttons to get you to act out. Now you, uh-oh, you vulnerable now. Now that's, they, they using that to justify what they want to do to you. So we got to start practicing that now so that we don't become a host of what they really want us to do. From the inside, we got to control our emotions so that when they do whatever they trying to do, we already solid on the inside so we not moved by that. So we got to have the knowledge of self, the knowledge of God, and the knowledge of the enemy. That's what the minister knew when he got poured over. He, he, he ain't, I'm Minister Farrakhan. Who you think you were putting me over? The minister said he know he didn't run no stop sign. It wasn't one there. Or stoplight, whichever one. He said it wasn't even one there. But because he know who he dealing with, he not finna waste time arguing with a devil. So that's why we are taught to rise above emotions into the thinking of God. And of course, we'll get to maybe one of those study guides on one of these morning calls. But uh, next point, we want to take it to uh, Brother King Cannon just spoke. Next, we have Sister, Sister Brianna. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Wow. So today's notes are titled Underdeveloped. <laughs> um, this whole thing, I'll sum it up to when emotions get high, logic goes down, mm. right? And man, this hit me so hard because he said in the beginning, like he he related it to a to a baby. Like at first they cry and it's like, it's a little cry and then they get fiery. And I thought about um, the next point he said, is you're you're right before you have arrived you know um wow so that really got me thinking because my road rage is something serious like i'm doing anything too crazy crazy but i definitely know it's area growth <laughs> especially living in new york city um but it made me think about how even though i'm bubbly i'm effervescent my temper sometimes could definitely use some work right like even simple things like road rage, like don't get mad over traffic is here. You can't do nothing about it. Right. Um, and that we can learn so much. We can grow so much. However, if you don't continue the growing, um, continue that path, then you are at that gin state. Is gin like, like the liquor gin? G-I-N? G-I-N-N, I believe. Okay. J-I-N-N. Thank you. Cause I was like, no way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, man, that's definitely what it was. And then also it made me think about how he said, he said, would you rather be 
in the classroom of God or Satan. And if y'all picking God, then why are you so evil? I was like, dang, mm. <laughs> that's powerful. So I don't have anything deep, deep to say, but yeah, when emotions go high, logic goes down and we want to stay far away from that because as we're taught, like the brown germ is in us. It's not like we don't have that nature in us. They came from the lowest level of us. So once we learn to control that part and keep on growing and evolving, uh, then we have arrived. And of course, you're always a student of life. Uh, but to get to that point of arrival, if that makes sense. Hmm. She said, I ain't got nothing deep to say. And then drop that deep bomb about when emotions is how logic is low. That's that's deep right there. Yeah, that's 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 deep within itself. How many that's to me, shoot, the most simplest teaching is the deepest. Cause all that deep stuff that sound like, oh man, that sounds good, but I don't know what you really just said. Cause that's true. Many of us when our logic is high. I I mean when our emotions is high, our logic is low. We don't know what we said. We really don't know what the opposite person is said. We just mad. Don't know why we mad. Forgot why we mad. If you ask me why I'm mad, I shoot. I'm just mad. Um, one thing that stood out, something you said about the babies. Um, many of us haven't developed from being a baby. Whenever we are deprived of something. We get fiery. We get mad. We get angry. It said we are born in haste. He said we're not born patient. Wow. We're not born with patience. We have to grow into and develop into patience as we grow older. So I wonder what gives us patience. Now, that's in Closing the Gap. We'll get to Closing the Gap because that's actually my favorite book. But uh, we got to think about that. If you If that baby say, I'm hungry. And, and that and you don't get that baby that bottle right then, like my son. Oh man, he get to throwing a temper tantrum, huh? Just ooh. But how many of us are like that at the age of thirty something, twenty something, forty something? You don't get something you want when you want it. Look at how you start to throw a temper tantrum, and don't let it, don't let time go by. You get fiery too. Well, you that's what babies do. We're supposed to be patient adults understanding so how many of us still underdeveloped I'm just trying to show us ourselves it's easy for us to point it out and everybody else yeah he this and she this and she she don't do this yet and he not here yet it's easy to point that finger but how many of us when he's talking you saying you seeing where it is and you when we listening to these lectures this is just something i've learned don't listen to the lecture. Think about everybody. Yeah, that, that's brother. Yep, that's brother James right there. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's yep, that's sister Claudia right there. Mm-hmm. I know what he's talking about. Now, be looking for all of the different devils within ourselves. Be looking for all the damn. He talking. That's me. Yep, that's me right there. That's what we should be listening for when we're listening to this. Uh sister, sister Yolanda, go ahead. Assalamualaikum. Can you hear me? Okay. So as Sister Brianna had mentioned, the uh, logic goes out. I was thinking reasoning. And especially with this is so on time because Minister uh, 
Tyod mentioned last night about a young man that was, I guess, outside the mosque or whatever, something was going on. Speeding fast forward because I'm in a bad area. I think about, I love the way he broke down Jen because we often time, oftentimes people look at Jen or the devil as an outside entity. Mm. Nevertheless, the Jen is sitting right up in us, but maybe hearing the word Jen, they're not familiar with it. And we have been, um, not brainwashed. I want to use the other word. But brainwashed into thinking that the devil is this outside entity in red with horns and a pitchfork. Nevertheless, as we went through the study guide 18, rising above emotions into the thing of God, oftentimes it comes to my mind of thinking five times before I respond. For every cause, there's an effect. So when things, I'm going to give an example like in the mosque. You're just coming in, and maybe your sister's been there for 10, 15, 20 years, however long she's been there, and you come in, boots on the ground, and you working, constantly study, doing this, that, and other things. If you look, sometimes you, we could become uh, jealous, envious, or whatever the word that fits the appropriate adjective. We see a sister holding different types of posts. Nevertheless, instead of looking at that and allowing that gin to start bubbling, Ask ourselves the question, what work have you been putting in, whether or not it's been um, publicly seen or not? What work have you been putting in? Examine self first before we start looking outward and passing whatever opinion we have on what we see in front of us. And then that gen inside of us, when we see somebody else manifesting gen in them, I began to think immediately to myself, if that was me in that situation, am I going to let that gen override the God in me? Or I am I going to rise above my emotions into the thinking of God, miss me, and slow myself down, think five times, and ask myself the question, why am I really allowing this fiery spirit to surface? What is deep-rooted in me? And it's really not the situation. It's something that's deep-rooted in me. So a rising above emotion to the thing of God really put me into the perspective of really, whether it's an angry situation or not, thinking five times before I respond. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Five times. How many of us got the patience to think five times? Uh, Brother Fahim, go ahead. Salam alaykum. Dang, everybody said everything. <laughs> now, nah, um, rising above emotion into the thinking of God. I like how the minister really explained that, you know, that self, he always speaks about that self-accusing spirit, right? So the gin being a stage where you can get stuck at if you don't continue to strive to, to think logically. I always say, I tell my children, it's easier to control your emotions than it is to control somebody's reaction, right? So thinking five times, being patient, that all feeds into growing emotionally. But um, yeah, it just really echoed. Um, I heard Sister Ava, may a lot be pleased with her in a, in a lecture. She said, I think she was the first person I heard say, we have to rise above emotion into the thinking of God. And again, I, I tell people to lead with logic. 
you need to lead with your logic. Let your logic guide you, right? Because it'll help you. Um, as the minister said, anytime that emotion and that passion gets the best of you, uh, then it can it can wreak havoc. So again, brother, then I appreciate you letting me expound on your platform. Assalamualaikum, everybody. Wa alaikum salam. Yes, sir. Sister Randisha. Sister Randisha. You still here? Oh, maybe she had to get off. Uh, let's see. Oh, Brother King Cam wants to go again? Oh. Yes, sir. Wait, oh. she, she, she's actually here. She says she's talking. No, we don't hear you, sis. Do y'all hear? No, sir. Yeah, I don't, I don't hear you. No. Yeah, we we can't. Yeah, we can't hear you. I see you unmuted, but I I can't hear you though. That's weird. Brother Ra Brother Rashid, have you went? Did Brother Rashid go already? No, I ain't went to it. Okay, I'm gonna let you go. Then come back to King Cam since he already went. Go ahead. Okay, assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam. Yeah, so with that emotion part, I feel like that's the same way too. That's something that we got to learn us as, you know, black people and all that because a lot of times with us, well, speaking on the, on the brothers, a lot of times we uh, just because somebody says something or this, that, and the third, you be ready to just, you know, go off the edge. So I really, you know, feel like that's something that we got to learn how to control. And then like when I say we, I like to say we because we got to speak of each other as a whole. That's what I be trying to get everybody to do, you know, not, not not like just saying that I do that. But if we speak as a whole, you know, oh, that, that's all. That's all I got to say is pretty much that's something that we got to learn how to do. Because like I said, it'd be too many cases where with us, with the brothers that just because all oh, he said, F this person, F that person, you feel like you got to go throw it all away. And then you really sit back and think like, dang, like. It's off them words, like we gotta really think back, like like with the same. Like I said, it was sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, you know. And that's what we tend to get carried away from, like by due to the emotion. And most of that sometimes is due to the lack of fathers in the house, or the father can just be there, and just ain't the proper proper guide. And so, yeah, I feel feel the minister on that. So. But yeah, that's all I got to say. It ain't too much. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother Rashid. That's actually a lot. Uh, all right, brother. Uh, brother Samuel. So I'm like a family. Well, like Salam. Um, you know, we talked about the mind of Master for Muhammad, right? So, down below, as far kind of speaking from his mind, and his mind gives us a clear idea about the nature of things. You know, Minister Far kind of talks a long time ago. He said that if you know the nature of a thing, then you can rule it. If you know what wheat is, you can make some bread. If you know what wood is, you can make some paper. Coal is, you can make some energy, etc. So now, um, he talking about this fiery gin, right? So, Sister mentioned earlier, she asked a gin like, uh, 
like the alcohol. They call it spirits for a reason because it unleashes the energy, the passion, the emotion. You got people who beat you up when they get drunk, people who laugh when they get drunk, people who cry when they get drunk. You know, the people who go into depression when they get drunk. It, it, it releases that those things that are in us, you know what I mean, that for whatever reason. Now, it's, they got a theory on how people grow and develop, and it really mirrors the teachings, okay? But this theory says that babies determine what's right from wrong strictly by their passions. Whatever they whatever they need, they want something to eat, they're supposed to cry. They're hungry, they're supposed to cry. He mentioned that, and you mentioned that, right? That's all natural and normal. Babies shouldn't be punished for that, but they should be matured through that process or else they'll be a devil. If you're still doing that and you're 50 and you're 40, you're a devil. You know what I mean? You got an urge. You're going to follow this urge, and, if, and, to the, and you're going to act up until you get your urge met, right? That's, that's really where society is at, a beast. And then little kids determine what's right from wrong on logic. Minister Farrakhan taught us on this. He taught deceptive intelligence. If you tell a kid he could have a couple cookies, that means two. They're going to go get about five or ten of them and say, you said I could have some. So we check our own brains a lot of times, you know, and it's because we be in survival mode. Um, if we still in survival mode, we use urge and appetite. We use logic like little kids and we can't be 50 doing that. How many times have we let our children down because some of weak excuse came up to not do what was necessary as a father. Oh, oh, this came up today, baby, so I couldn't do that. Or oh, 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 wife, this came up today, so I couldn't do that. It's just it's, it's childlike logic. Then teenagers follow each other. So they talked about that in the, in, in the mosque. We don't have a uh, click in the mosque. We don't have a thing in the mosque where you. it's okay if you do it because you're my friend. It's okay if you do it because you're my brother. I got you. I'll cover your back. You know, this our nation is not made that way. But in our lower human development, sometimes it functions that way. You know what I mean? Um, Allah even said in the Holy Quran, I made you in tribes and hues that you may know each other and not despise one another. But if it's five of them, you're going to become number six. If you still think like a teenager, if, there, if there's five good ones in the work environment or, or in the business or in the school or in an organization, you finna follow that tendency. And that's not a good thing. That's that's the mark of underdevelopment. Nations cannot be built like that. Organizations cannot be built like that. In fact, the very destruction of the family or organization of the nation is in that type of thinking, that type of group think, that gossiping and all of that type of stuff. And then the next level that you develop into to determine right from wrong is, is it lawful? So Minister Farrakhan even talked about that. Um, if you follow the law, and the law is designed to bring life to the society and order and control to the society. But what happens when the law is unjust, right? Such as it's okay to for the police officers to beat somebody. Um, it's okay for them to beat um, people who are doing civil disobedience and protesting. They can use the law, like Minister Ishmael talked about a couple of weeks ago, to ransack your house with city code enforcement. They're not applying the law properly. They're, they're inequitably um, applying the law as a weapon, right? So now, as long as it's justified with, with the law, which is like baby logic, then that's how they keep the society down. So that's we don't want to be those in the nation who apply the law in an equitable way, right, to my friends, but I can't apply it to this one. You know what I mean? Or I apply the law real heavy on this principle because I'm clear on this principle, but I get down and I break the law over here. And the last thing that determines right from wrong, when we really elevate it, which is the greatest good, right? What's, what's best for everybody? You know what I mean? And so I like looking at this because I always reference anything I learn in society with the teachings. The teachings is my lens. The teachings is my litmus test. I'm looking from the mind of Master Farrakhan Muhammad and anything somebody say or do. Minister Farrakhan talked about that and how to give birth to a God. He said that it's, a, it's like a womb that you're in. 
and um, the womb has a, like a, a veil or a screen and it uses it to filter all things from the mother to make sure that the baby gets clean things. And so I use the teachings like that to filter things in society. This is how we're going to come up, though, in my opinion. I think that the more we filter things through the teachings and approach all knowledge from the society so that we can build schools, hospitals, factories, and farmland, we have the proper capacity to rule. We can see deep. Minister Farrakhan is a perfect example of this, and I'm going to stop here. Anybody who he debates, he can see deep, deep, deep into their knowledge. And he may not have a PhD in that area. He may not have a master's degree in that area, but he is he his mind surpasses the minds of the scholars. Even Malcolm X did it. You know what I mean? And so that's the position that we are being put in. I seen you do it, brother Ben, with uh, different um people that you brought on your show. You know what I mean? They think this is just a little 26-year-old, blah, 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 and you eat them up mentally because you see him and you look at knowledge from the mind of God. So that's the opposite of the gen to me, brothers and sisters, uh, getting up there and, and looking through the mind of God to view things. And uh, that's the process. So as believers, we go through that process. We, we get fiery. We use logic. We try to click up. You know what I mean? We apply the law and misapply the law. But then actually, at the end of the day, what's best for everybody? Praise be to Allah. Thank you for sharing. As always, Brother Sammy. Uh, we're going to go back to Brother King Cam. Brother King Cam, you there? All right, maybe he jumped off. Sister, uh, Sister Randisha, you ready now? Can you hear me now? Yep, we can hear yep, you now. Okay, I sound like I don't know what happened, but um, all praises due to a lot that I'm here. So basically, what I was thinking about was when a brother was mentioning the um point of the alcohol, um, you know, the alcohol in the water. Alcohol in the water looks the same until you start boiling them. Um, and that was one of the things that actually came to my mind. But also, when the minister said that we have to murder the devil. Of course, he wasn't saying that, you know, we just go out and murder the devil, although some of us would like to. But he's actually teaching us to murder the devil within, you know, those voices, that envy, that je that jealousy, um, those unnatural thoughts, you know, um, keeping the enemy out of our mind and actually responding to God and rising above the emotion. He did state that we will be tested with um certain things. So I think that that is something that definitely played the major part to me. And then when um you had the clip up of brother Bootsy and um brother T.I. up and, you know, you stated that everybody was talking about, you know, Bootsy calling T.I. a rat etc etc and the emotion you know he was angry but after he sat down and talked to his brother he was actually able to get the full understanding to actually rise into the thinking of god to say you know what he thinks like this he thinks like this and i think this is how easy problems are diffused so i just wanted to um say that yes ma'am yes wow i'm looking at a, uh look at this y'all when you said that it looks different until you boil it. So I looked up some on YouTube and check this out. That's the water on the left, alcohol on the right. Boy, that alcohol. Look how fast. Boy, the alcohol got no patience. <laughs> uh. 
Oh, and then I'm sorry, but then I was thinking about Dianetics. I apologize because sometimes I'm so nervous at speaking. I was thinking about Dianetics, how the minister actually gave us the tool for Dianetics to actually go through these things. And as I was going through Dianetics for three years, like I actually had to not physically murder, but spiritually murder the things that were coming back to me like that was replaying like engrams that were replaying um and like you know like these things were like things that were being brought up but i had to tackle these things head on and like some days i was telling you know i was um reading to my daughter my experience some days i was very very weak after murdering these things so i just think that was another thing i do apologize no problem that's a good point that you said that you was you was you was uh you was very weak because it's, it's draining when we're going through self-improvement. And some of us don't even know what that even feels like to be drained from doing something mentally because we're actually not fighting. And when I, when I look on Facebook and I look on um, you know, just, just anywhere uh, online, I always see people complaining about life oh i'm so stressed out oh i need a prayer i seen somebody the other day say oh i need what's your favorite gospel song i'm really going through it and that that may help you out you know hearing a good gospel song i put one on here and there but it's like if you're not fighting um your yourself within um it's going to continue to come up the boxer life is going to keep throwing them jabs. You may get to ding, ding, ding. All right, you listen to your gospel song. You you don't went to your side. You're getting passed up. But after the song is over with, you got to get back into the game and get to fighting again. So it ain't no, you know, just letting life punch you. And, and we have to come get equipped. We got to go come in the classroom or, or, or somewhere to, to get trained, to know how to throw a jab. You know what I mean? To know how to you know, put your hands up and parry, do something because life is, is constantly fighting. Life is constantly hitting us. And if we're not striving to fight back in some type of way, we're going to continue to lose mentally and spiritually. Many of us are, are mentally and spiritually being defeated. Um, and it's because we're, we don't have any, uh, a, a system in place or we don't have anything in place to where we are actively striving day in, day out, in the morning or in the evening or at night, whatever the case may be, to rebuild back up the mind, to rebuild back up the spirit. Because as long as I'm just, well, if if, if people around me, if, if, if they down and they spirits is down or they getting on my nerves, I'm down, then I'm now always subjected to other people. So if I'm over here, I know I'm going to be sad around this person. But when I'm over here, I'm going to be happier. No, we shouldn't let our life be dictated always by someone else. Now, yeah, children going to make us mad. Wife, husband going to make us mad at times. That's going to happen. You love them. So that person may affect you a little bit more. But dang, are you going to let your life always be determined by what somebody on the outside is doing? Oh, we're going to start to do the real work within and say, no matter what condition I'm in, no matter where I'm at, I'm able to experience peace because the peace is coming from within me. Sister, uh, Sister Yolanda. Dianetics. I thought about Dianetics as well. I didn't mention it. And with us having that tool, when I speak to others outside, I suggest, therapy 
because we all have experienced traumas in our life, especially in childhood. And we may go through some as adults. Nevertheless, that self has to want to let go of those things. Stop chasing. You don't, sometimes we don't even, at times we don't even realize that we're chasing that. Whatever that trauma was, um, hurt people, hurt others. And we don't, I don't think we really look into the depth of hurt people, hurt others. You may not intentionally do it, but your behavior dictates something different. And whether you go through therapy, whether uh, Dianetics, as the sister said, she's exhausted sometimes afterwards. I could, I could feel her for that because I have been through that. And then mentally, once you come out of it, you feel so light. And then when you look at others displaying that fiery spirit, you begin to change your thinking, thinking thoughts changing. Because I, myself, I start asking the question, what has happened in that individual's life that they feel like that behavior is appropriate? And you just, be, I begin to start just praying for people. I don't have to know you. Like, with the things that's going on now, especially, I'm a female, MGT, so I look at us as women. Back in when I was growing up, uh, and in high school, it was like, okay, let's see who could get the best dress. Now, it's everybody looking the same. We just going on leggings, we wearing bonnets outside. That's not classy. Just because you see it being represented in rap or social media or the entertainment business, period. That's not the way we should present ourselves. So that uh, going through the Dianetics and therapy, I, it is such a great help for us. But then I ask the question, do we really want the help? Or do we want to just soak in our thinking, thinking? Mm. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for sharing. Well, man, I knew, I knew this lecture was gonna bring y'all out today. Yep, I knew, I knew this was gonna be the one. So I thank all y'all who shared your feedback. I thank all of you all who came on the Zoom this morning. Again, if you're watching, tuned in on Facebook or YouTube, or you may be listening to this on the audio podcast after I finally find a way to get it up there, find time to get it up there. Uh, you can text the word "nation" to eight three three. 276-7174 There's someone named KJ that says for someone who is just starting out and trying to learn all of this, well, would there happen to be anyone or perhaps multiple individuals who can assist me in finding my way? I have found that YouTube has an abundance of resources for beginners, but it can be overwhelming to navigate any guidance you could provide with you. Uh, can you unmute yourself and and, and specify uh, what what you're referring to uh, when you say finding your way? And I found that YouTube uh -huh. has an abundance of resources. Are you talking about the teachings? Are you talking about lectures? Yeah, I'm just talking about like teaching and stuff like for like a new beginner, like a new beginner, fresh coming. Like I just read the book and everything, and it's like I want to learn more. Just mm -hmm. don't know what to start or you know something like that to guide me through the process. 
What city are you in? Houston, Texas. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and you right there in Houston. I can uh I can get you with the brothers uh there in Houston. You can check out some of the study groups that they have in person. I'm gonna put the telegram to the power group in the in this uh in the chat real quick. Let me uh All right, so okay. make sure you join this Telegram right here and uh, put that on there. Put, uh, put in the chat that you're in Houston and trying to get connected. I'll connect you with a brother that's in Houston. Uh, also, these calls, man, that's why I started these calls, so we can learn the teachings. You can ask questions, you know, here and there. You can hear feedback from the other uh, brothers and sisters that are studying as well. Have you already read Mr. the Black Man, Fall of America, Our Savior Has Arrived, etc.? Only read Message to a Black Man. Mm-hmm. So I would I would also get Our Savior Has Arrived, How to Eat to Live, Book One and Two, and definitely get the book Close in the Gap by Brother Jabril. It's a QA with Brother Jabril and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And then uh, you know, watch the lectures. You know, um, look at Iron Man Muhammad, he got some good ones. Richmond Aki got some good ones. And if you just type in Lewis Farrakhan, there's a, another one called Truth Controversy. They've been dropping some good classics on their page as well. And so I would just look at those and, and, and study them. Uh, but when you find the minister speaking on something that you you dealing with, strive to really um, execute on it because um, you'll get constipated. It's kind of like you eating a whole bunch of food and you never go to the bathroom. So there's a lot of us who get a lot of knowledge. We consume and we consume and we'll, but we're not applying or seeing how it actually practically applies in our life. And we got a lot of knowledge, but we're, our life isn't getting better because we're not using it. So I would recommend you going to the study groups on Fridays, the self-improvement study group on those Fridays, of course, on Sundays as well. Uh, tune in to these calls. They got something called the master call on Tuesdays. I believe it's at 5 p.m. In the Eastern time, it's uh, themastercall.com. They also go over the teachings. So just get around, you know, believers and people who's already inside the teachings and ask questions and just get familiar with it. But most importantly, learn uh, and see how it applies to your own life and apply it uh, as, as, as much as you can. So when it say do for self, what does that look like for you? What is that plan for you? When it says rise above emotions into the thinking of God, okay, what emotions do I have that I got to rise above? Like, it got to be like that, not just making these quotes and cliches that we continue to say, but really how can I apply it uh, to my life? So I would recommend getting in that Telegram group that I just put in the Zoom chat. Uh, there's a lot of great people in there that can give you some feedback and help you out. And then uh, that study group in person should be very uh, helpful for you. Uh, thank you so much. And I also see in the mastercard.com, there's just another Zoom link. That's yeah. what it's taking me to. Yeah, it's another Zoom. Uh, and it should say the time on there, but I think it's 5 p.m. in the evening, 5 p.m. Oh, yep, 5 p.m. Central Time. Yep, so 5 p.m. our time. Okay. All right, man. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. All right, family. So thank you all for tuning in to this morning's Power Call. Again, these will eventually be up on my podcast. I got to find some time to get them on there. Uh, But there is a playlist on my YouTube, okay? There is a playlist. If you go to my YouTube, go to Playlist and go to Power Call, they're listed in episodes. So today makes episode 10. So we've been on this bad boy 10 days after Ramadan. Appreciate everybody who was on during the whole Ramadan. 
uh this is pretty cool man getting up in the morning doing this together with you all uh learning studying and just you know everybody giving their feedback so let's continue this thing on if you all would like to support the program you can do so via dollar sign brother ben x on cash app if anybody requests anything from you they gonna steal my picture and they don't say brother ben x don't send it also check the spelling many people been getting y'all tricking y'all with the spelling they'll put brother two r's or they'll switch a letter in and y'all just trying to speed read because you see my picture be careful on social media i also would never dm you about crypto i also would never dm you about trading those are scam pages you don't have to dm me asking me you don't have to dm me a screenshot of it i already know just block them and keep it moving there's gonna be hundreds of them it is not me uh somebody said i haven't sent your wife the money can i use your cash out for that as well sure you can go ahead and send it and i'll send it right over to her thank you for that so all right y'all y'all have a blacktastic day